If it's true that software is eating the world, that's certainly true of the U.S. military. One way to get crucial software is to develop it with your own people, and now the Marine Corps is the latest component to establish a software factory for, in the Corps' own words, solving real Marine problem sets. For more, we turn to the software factory director, Lieutenant Colonel Charlie Bach. Colonel Bach, good to have you on. Thanks for having me, Tom. And what's the basic reason that the Marine Corps is establishing a software factory? We all know that the future battlefield is will be highly, highly lethal, you know, technically disruptive, disconnected, and and just very ambiguous. So one of the things that we have learned over over the years, and there's there's no shortage of you know strategic level guidance documents, policy letters, and things of that nature that that compels each of the services to have somewhat of an organic or modernized software delivery mechanism. And we're, we're kind of seeing this in the real world right now where we're taking notes from the Russia-Ukrainian conflict where the Ukrainian uh, Software Warrior Brigade has provided a, a decisive tactical advantage for them by being able to conscript about 300,000 software developers. That capability out on the, the front line, like the battlefield, is, is a tremendous capability to that commander to be able to bridge the gap between what he currently has and being able to negotiate the, the problems that he doesn't even know currently exist. So th- there's that ambiguity part. Like We need to be able to address that in a very rapid and agile manner. So the standard way of hiring a contractor, setting up requirements, and then hoping the software that gets delivered in two years is what you need, just doesn't cut it in this environment. I, I don't believe so. And it, you're absolutely correct. And, you know, th- this is a lot of the, so this nests very well with our Commandant's Force Design 2030 concept with, you know, standard forces and being able to persist inside the weapons engagement zone. We're already there and we are in competition with our adversaries and being able to our reliance on contracted labor and and in order to be able to negotiate that dynamic is not it's not it's not tenable it is much better to grow this organic capability and being able to work side by side in a in a complementary and supplementary manner with acquisition to be able to deliver software in a modernized fashion is is the direction where we need to go now the marine corps factory is co-located and actually interoperates with the army's software factory tell us the thinking behind that strategy yeah so when general milley the chairman of the joint chief a couple of years ago went down to actually cut the ribbon on the facility i i i visited a, a couple of weeks later and immediately knew that this is a capability that the marine corps needs as well except in a very resource-constrained environment, the best way in order for us to operationalize this capability and the quickest is just to leverage what the Army has already invested in. I firmly believe that this is the right model where they are upskilling and enabling their organic force and training them up in this in this discipline. They have invested a tremendous amount of resources into this capability. What we have established uh, in terms of a formal agreement with them on is to be able to just leverage their facilities that they've already brokered, as well as production resources that they already have online. And do you think that this will help in interoperability? Because no military leader ever says a paragraph without the word joint in it. And there's the JADC2 mm-hmm. effort and all of these efforts to make sure that the forces can operate jointly. And that comes down in large measure to software interoperability. Absolutely. There's there's natural collaboration and overlap. As a matter of fact, when we when the first cohort of six Marines 
arrive in Austin, they will be integrating in with the Army Software Factory. We actually have a footprint on their production floor side by side with the soldiers, and there, there will be natural collaboration and overlap there. And I guess you implied this, but the staffing of the software factory will be entirely uniforms. Will there be Marine Corps civilians there, and will there be any contractors as part of this? So the first cohort is six active duty uniform. We have a tremendous partnership with our reserve component over at the the Marine Innovation Unit, where we're able to leverage uh, reserve talent. In the out years, as we are able to arrange for civilian force structure, we hope to get some GS representation as well. And then lastly, you asked about contractors. What we're doing is that we are utilizing contracted labor during our, our one of our pairing phases where we are utilizing those contractors as an accelerant to training the trainer. So basically getting the Marines upskilled and senior enough to where we can turn around and start training the, the junior guys coming in. We're speaking with Lieutenant Colonel Charlie Bach. He is director of the Marine Corps Software Factory. Marines do a lot of things, and some fire mortars, some fly helicopters, and some will be coding, tapping at a keyboard. Is the kind of cultural diversion among those types of roles pretty much diminished nowadays? So it's meant to, it's meant to uh, enforce it. What we are seeing in this new generation of Marines, they're digital natives. What we're doing is we're leveraging that new generation and their their latent skill sets. I mean, these got these Marines are incredibly talented Marines. They're multifaceted. They're they're so skilled in so many different ways that we didn't even think that 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 they were trained to. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to provide them with an opportunity to pursue the work that they're truly passionate about. We are seeing that the Army Software Factory is leveraging soldiers from all across different MOSs, you know, infantrymen, uh, engineers, logisticians, they are heroes by day. And then, and then at night they're pursuing software development in the barracks room. So uh, we're, we're seeing that on the, on the Marine Corps side, we've learned that through a series of innovation challenges that we have brought online. And what we have, what we have learned is that the, the talent exists out there. And what we're trying to do is provide them with with an opportunity to pursue software development, something like the work that they actually care about. And there's goodness in that. What I want to point out is that we're able to leverage Marines, or we want to be able to leverage Marines from all different ranks, MOSs, different backgrounds, because that diversity and the operational experience that they bring to the table enriches solutions development, which in turn provides a more capable um, body of product uh, to the tactical edge. Now, in the opening, we talked about solving real marine problem sets. Do you have a set of particular functions or software applications you have in mind to initially put through the factory? Yeah, so we're, you know, it's the Marine Corps, so we, uh, every, everything's about warfighting. I, I need to be very clear about that. Everything's about warfighting. We, whatever we can do to provide the commander with the decision-making tools necessary to pull his decision-making cycle to the left as far as possible, allowing him to ingest curated and conditioned data and information faster than the adversary is, is where we want to go. So, you know, we have an example uh, already where we have developed a, a real-world problem um, that supports our reconnaissance and counter-reconnaissance problem set. We framed that problem, designed and delivered that solution within 90 days 
And then the succeeding 30, we gained fleet-wide adoption where this, this application is now being used by uh, intelligence units across the Marine Corps. And uh, it's gained such popularity that now, you know, the acquisitions community is, is talking about bringing it up to a POR level, program of record level, and utilizing it as an enterprise-level asset. So that is a success story that highlights so many different things as to why we're standing up the Marine Corps Software Factory. We are taking organic, operationally experienced Marines to intimately understand problem sets, rapidly develop that solution, deliver it, and then if necessary, if it needs to get up to the enterprise level, if it deserves the rigor and the resourcing that acquisition can only provide, then we can transition it up to that level. So we are able to highlight wins across the entire spectrum with that one story. In other words, there are certain, I guess, hurdles that a program would have to get over to become a program of record and have the magical ATO at the enterprise level? Correct. And this yeah, is we would like to be able to deliver solutions almost as a service construct, meaning that the, the warfighter doesn't have to do any of that legwork. Like we would love to be able to, ideally, we would love to be able to deliver that that product as a, a you know, packaged up with a bow on it with the ATO and the, and the whole nine. And I guess that kind of implies the answer to my final question, and that is, this is a three-year pilot. How will you know when it when it's ready to be made permanent? When it's a success. Yeah, great questions. Yeah, so the 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 reason why we're doing this pilot is we need to evaluate the demand signal uh, empirically from across the fleet marine force. During within the pilot, we have a lot of work to get after, and we have a lot of things to learn that we want to learn about. Can we turn this into a sustainable career path? Does it truly nest with the the talent management and talent retention models that we're trying to get after in a in a very modernized fashion? What is the proper mix between active duty and reserve component Marines, civilian Marines, and staff levels to, to truly deliver like an optimized capability to the force? Lieutenant Colonel Charlie Bach is director of the Marine Corps' software factory. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. It's a true honor. And we'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Work.